One October afternoon in 1978, my mum and dad went out to their local pub, The Brick, for a bit of Sunday lunch. My mum was heavily pregnant. I was only a week or two from making my first appearance in the world. But she struggled down there with my old man for a drink at the East End Boozer, which was owned by Frank Lampard Sr. My dad was meeting his cousin, former West Ham player Tommy Taylor, down there. And they were all tucking into their Sunday roast when Bobby Moore walked in. He said hello to Tommy, his former teammate, and then clocked my mum's bulging stomach. Most probably that big because it was full of my curly hair. I hope you have a footballer in there, said England's World Cup winning captain to my parents. A couple of weeks later, on the 23rd of October, I made my world debut. Bobby Moore wasn't there to greet me, but my dad was on hand to inform anyone who cared that his boy had been born on the same day as his football idol, Pele. A blessing from Bobby Moore and a shared birthday with Pele. Could I ever have been anything else but a footballer? Well, yes, I could very easily have been a fireman or the uh, milky bar kid, but those are different stories. A year later, on the 23rd of October 1979, I celebrated my first birthday. What a night that was. OK, I don't remember a second of it, but I'm reliably informed that it was the first time I kicked a ball. Until that day, I'd never bothered standing up. I just couldn't see the point. My parents brought me everything I needed anyway, so why move? I had a little football in my pram and one in my cot. What more did I need? Another one, apparently. That was my dad's first birthday present to me. And I was sitting there quite happily with my new ball in front of me when another little boy walked in. That's right, he walked in. He might as well have been wearing a sign saying, look at me. It was my birthday and I wasn't having it. So I chose that moment to get up on my feet for the first time. And in the process, I made my first contact with a ball as I walked straight into the new one that had been sitting in front of me. From a sporting point of view, I never looked back. Well, luckily for me, sport was the only pastime that existed for my old man, and he shared his love of every single one with me. You name it, we played it together. Pool, snooker, darts, fishing, golf, and of course football. I was a competitive little sod too, and did not take kindly to losing. Pool cues would get hurled across a room or snapped in two. I'd often walk off a football pitch in tears, threatening to kill everyone in the opposing team if my side had lost. That was still happening when I was 15 years old. Seriously. On a family holiday in Greece, a Belgian kid of my age kept beating me at table tennis. My parents never saw me that holiday because I spent the entire two weeks practising until I was good enough to beat that kid. Only then was he allowed to go home. But I was fortunate enough not to be on the losing side too often in most of the sports I played because of the facilities available to me. My old man ran the bar at West Lodge, the local working men's club in Bexley Heath, where my parents had moved to when I was free, leaving behind the East End they'd known and loved their whole lives. Now, my old man being in charge at West Lodge meant I was allowed unlimited games of pool and darts. I wasted little time in trying to perfect both games despite being even smaller than knee-height to a grasshopper. My talent was not just confined to South East London. When I was four, we went to Laisden-on-Sea on holiday, 
and I used a beer crate to stand on so I could reach the pool table, which drew the attention of plenty of interested punters. I would say I beat all comers, but I let one or two win as I didn't want any trouble. My little six by three feet snooker table at home was far easier to reach, as that was laid on the floor. That kept me busy for hours, and the practice must have paid off, as I managed a century break when I was in my teens. It was 102 trivia fans. Darts also came naturally to me. I may not have been Phil Taylor, but I was good enough to rule the hockey at West Lodge every Friday night. Everyone paid a few quid who went to the weekly contest and the winner took home £40.